This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's read something from God's Word tonight. Deuteronomy chapter 29. Let's just see a scripture there. Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. Hallelujah. All right. The Bible says, The secret things. Are you there? Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and our children forever, that we may do all the words of the law. Everybody says secret things. Secret. What's been our secret things? Amen. <laughs> Somebody said it to you, right? <laughs> what, what, what are secret things? Another word for them will be hidden things, right? What again? Something confidential, something not known to everybody. The Bible says they're sacred things. So number one, when you read a verse like this, it tells two things. The second part is that the sacred things, they belong to God. But the first part is that there are some secret things. So some things are classified as sacred things. And then the Bible says those things that are classified as secret things, they belong to God. And then the second part says, but the ones that are revealed. So also there are things that are revealed. So there are things not revealed, and there are things revealed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In every life, there are sacred things. So when Jesus stood, looking at Jerusalem, and he wept over the city, he said, Oh, Jerusalem, if you are known, today, at least today, the things that make for your peace. He said, but they are hidden from your eyes. Then the enemies will surround you. So Jesus was saying that Jerusalem, there are secret things about you. One of those secret things not revealed to you is this, the fact that I am come as your savior. But because they are, they have not been revealed to you. You don't even recognize me and the role that I've come to play in your life. He said, then you are going to live in darkness. Secret things. Hallelujah. Thank God that somehow, as Abraham sat outside that day, and he saw those three men, from afar they looked like men. Remember, this is, this is how powerful this thing can be. Remember, all before then, Abraham just had a promise. I will give you a son. But there was no definite date attached to the promise. Not that I will give you a son when you are 75 or 76. God said, I will give you a son. Then on a particular day, he sat outside and he saw three men. Remember our main scripture tonight. The secret things belong to God but the ones that are revealed. So, somehow, 
Abraham had the revelation that these men I'm looking at are not ordinary men. And he brought them in. And it was when they were in, in his house that one of them, who later we found to be God, said, about this time next year, according to the time of life, say that we have a son. If you check from Genesis uh, 12, when God spoke to him, Genesis 14, Genesis 15, there was not a single time that God told him when the promise would come to pass. I want to tell you, brethren, only few things are more frustrating than when God's promises are hanging over your head and you don't know when they will come to pass. Do you know that even among Christians, generations of Christians have passed without entering into the promise? Many families will tell you, God said, I will do this, but when? Hallelujah. You know, don't miss next Sunday in church. I've been talking about the major questions confronting human beings. And you know, we started on talking about, what did we talk about on Sunday? If you remember? Can you? Amen. What? Visions and interpretation. We touched a bit on that because this is where I'm going. When we say the sacred things belong to God, so I'm saying Jesus said that about Jerusalem. He said, oh, Jerusalem, if you had known, Every time I think about that, what about if I pray about something and the answer comes around me and I don't recognize it? So Jesus said, Oh, Jerusalem, if you are known today, those things, I mean, those secret things that make for your peace. He said, But they are hidden from your eyes. He said, Then the enemies will burn you down. And then even Jesus himself wept. So he was functioning by that, Deuteronomy 20, 29 29. The sacred things belong to God. God recognized that he had a plan for Jerusalem. But because it was not revealed to them, the plan came and they never took advantage of it. So I stopped on Sunday. See, it's a short exhortation tonight because what I, I don't know whether it was on Wednesday on the mainland that I said it, or I said it here when I started saying that every one of you must begin to learn to pray in the middle of the night. And I'm going to show you a scripture now. Because we are talking about mysteries being revealed to you. Let's read something we read on Sunday. This is interesting. Remember, uh, Judges chapter 7. Let's read. Can you all the things we said on Sunday? I just have to repeat them here. Judges 7. So you know the story, um, verse, what verse is that? Where he went to listen to the dream. Verse 14. Okay, let's start from 13. And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dream a dream. That Judges 7 13. And lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian and came unto the tent and smote it and it fell and overturned it and the tent lay along. And his fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. For unto his hand God had delivered Midian and all the hosts. And when Gideon heard this, the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof, he worshipped and returned. So Gideon had only 300 men to fight. This is very interesting. Remember where we started from. The butler and the baker had a dream. 
And I said, it is not about your dream per se. It's about the interpretation of your dream. Actually, it's not about what is happening to you in life. It's about how you interpret what is happening. And that interpretation has to come by revelation. So, that, so Joseph just said, and I gave him one on Sunday. So at times, the Spirit of God will have you repeat certain things. Whatever you see in the realm of the Spirit, whatever dream you have, whatever inspiration comes to your heart, please be careful who you tell. The interpretation they give to it might become the reality of your life. One of them said to Joseph that, he said, I saw three baskets. The, three, the two of them saw three, three. And Joseph said, in three days, you will be restored. That's the meaning. That is the interpretation. Then the other one said that, I too, I dreamt. I saw three, and he said, in three days' time, you shall be executed. None of them argued that interpretation. So where we read now, Gideon had only 300 men to fight about 200,000 soldiers, and he was afraid. And God said that, if you are still afraid, just tiptoe in the night and go to the camp of the Midian and hear what they are saying. And when they came, soldiers of the Midian I sat together. One of them was telling a dream. He told his fellow, can you imagine? I just do something and I had a dream. He said, I saw a, barley, a bread of cake. It landed on the tent and the tent capsided, turned down and everything, everything scattered. And his fellow said, uh, is that what you saw? He said, it is nothing but the sword of... <laughs> These, these were soldiers ready to fight Gideon. But what was telling his colleague, I said, the meaning of your dream is that Gideon will finish all of us. And Gideon heard. Now, the name, of the, the name of Gideon was not in the dream. There was nothing connected. But you see, there is this principle about man. The Bible says God brought all animals for Adam to name. And whatever Adam called each animal, that was the name. I said, be careful who you tell inspiration. Be careful also how you interpret what your life is about. Something can be revealed to you, and you can name it. By naming it, you put a signature on it, and it is established forever. And if you don't name it, you can carry it to somebody. Say, I had a dream. And then the person drops his own interpretation on it, and in the realm of the spirit, it is interpreted that way. And it stays. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. Praise the Lord. So, that is why, and I want us to read this tonight. One of the gifts, I will connect it now to why I said you should pray in the night. And then why I started with the fact that the secret things are, that, that they belong to God and the ones that are revealed. There are many secret things about your life and about things around you that the Lord will want to reveal to you. The Bible says, surely God will do nothing without first of all revealing to his servant, the prophet. That prophet there is not only prophets who are called. There is a part of it that only those who are in the office of prophet can fulfill. But there's another part that every child of God can have a revelation at least about things that have to do with your life. Personally, I believe when any one of us loses a member of the family, it is because somebody was not sensitive enough to see what was revealed. Those things don't happen without and alert to your angel and to the, the Holy Spirit that resides inside you. Why do we miss them? If there's going to be a serious trouble at work, you'll be told. It's true. But you know what? There is an altar that we don't visit regularly. We do morning devotion. 
But it's those who work in this realm. You have to do exactly what Daniel started doing. So, Daniel chapter 5. Let's read. Are you following me this evening? Is someone getting blessed? Praise the Lord. Daniel 5. I knew that I had to say something to everybody. So when I was running late, I was wondering, dear Lord Jesus, I had to preach at uh, one funeral this afternoon. So we're there. So, and then we were sharing testimony and they took all the Barbara, okay, was there, start to, to and I think we, we just led like 6.15, GK and GRE. And by 6.35, 6.40, I was still around Maryland Junction. I said, the Lord, I just have to get to the island by whatever method. Operation Philip. <laughs> Glory to God. When I was in Abel, my brother shared it, he said, lecturer, leg, uh, Ibadan to Abel the Expressway just three weeks ago. God doubled the road for him. They made a mistake trying to overtake somebody and the road expanded momentarily till they pass. The four of them in the car, no, you know, when you, there are miracles that when you see, you are scared yourself. They parked the car by the road for about 30 minutes. Nobody could see anything in the car. Everybody was like, when he said they have experienced that once on my way to I faced it. I tried to overtake the car and I faced it. I let the steering and the gear because I, there was nothing I could do. I was not even married then. And then I just found myself at the other side. The same thing those guys did, I did. I first stopped. You can't drive one with that kind of thing because you saw what just happened. Somehow, I just made it. The trailer did not shift. The car was trying to overtake the notch. I was at the middle. But somehow, I was just there. Amen. You know, with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Daniel 5. Let's read verse 11. Now, this is the queen talking. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the only gods. That's the best she could say. In the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the God, was found in him. Whom the king, Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, I say thy father, made master of magician, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. See, this is the realm that in 2020, many of you will start working in. Amen. The rich men of this world, they don't hesitate. When they are in trouble, they consult the astrologers. It's not new. Can I tell you, see, Nigerians think it's only limited here. I feel sorry for a lot of Nigerians who talk nonsense on Facebook. Which prayer do they pray in Europe? <laughs> you see, the natural is a servant when it comes to, you understand? It is true. On Sunday, my brother came to the house with his wife, and we're talking. And he said, what I'm just telling you now, my brother loves documentary a lot. He said that in the last two years, he's been spending like two, three hours maybe two hours a day watching history of world wars on natural world on nat natural he said the first thing you would discover is that from um talk about uh, what's the name hitler talk about the greek philosophers talk about the hebrew guys he said those men that was what he said those men are just they did not conquer the world is this something you want to talk about they worship him himself Japan have over 9,000 gods that they worship. 
many of them have been important to America. It is true. Hallelujah. Have you studied the story behind the Statue of Liberty in America? Please read and understand what is going on. What about even the, the Europa, the woman herself? When you check history, you understand the depths that all these things have. People don't know. Hallelujah. And just like what happened in Babylon, the days are here again. But the good thing is that revelations are multiplying right now. For those who will just walk with the king, you will interpret the dreams of kings. The truth of the matter is this. Your reward in life is according to the interpretation that you give. And I said on Sunday, God will allow pharaohs to dream, but pharaohs will never have the interpretation. It's as if anyone controlling the world part-time must have a dream. Years after, it was Nebuchadnezzar, and he had a dream also, but he did not understand. No more, and he forgot the dream. And Daniel came. But God did not show Daniel the dream. He showed Nebuchadnezzar, but he showed Daniel the meaning of the dream. CEOs are still dreaming. It is true. Governors are dreaming. Make no mistake about it. The situation in the world, these guys have no answer to it. When they have a secret, by the privilege of grace, I'm close to some people, a few people in the corridors of power, and then we get to talk. I don't want to mention, by the time you start hearing the president of a nation saying that, honestly, we don't know what to do. When you talk about Boko Haram, they, they don't know what to do. About, they don't know what to do. That's the whole idea. So in, that made Nebuchadnezzar to name uh, Daniel master of magicians. I, I don't know which, uh, which I was in. I, was, no, I served in NNPC. My brother was in Abuja then. So I went to see him. And then what, was it Shell that was doing interview in Abuja? So a guy just came, was just brought by a random guy to stay with my brother's house. So I had to, so my brother and his wife one room, so I had to stay in one room with this guy. And he was telling me of where he went to to do some incisions just to get Shell's job. Then I sat with him and I began to explain to him. Um, that's Pastor David there. Your wife, she works in Zenit. Her sister works in Shell. She's a guy in Shell. She got to the office one day. Security man told her that, Madam, your boss, I don't want to mention his rank, in Shell, came by 2 a.m. to have his bats in the compound. All the security men fled. See, the mistake, see, that's why I'm saying that. We have a church, the body of Christ, where everything is demon, principality, and they scare people. But make no mistake about it. You cannot separate the natural from supernatural. And that the supernatural rules above the natural. Saints of God, to walk in supernatural wisdom, there must be that death between you and God. And then revelations will come like Daniel. So the first thing Daniel did when they got to Babylon, look at all these titles that the queen gave to Daniel. A finger wrote on the wall. Immediately the king called the astrologers. The kings of this world, that is always the first thing they do when they are confused. You told me about the CEO, you, I don't want to mention his name. This is, when you mention the top five in the country, this is one of the richest also. So because I'm recording, I can't mention names. And Listen to me. The days of Babylon are here again. And they that know their God shall be strong. The darker it gets, the better the light shines. The light shines in the darkness, and darkness cannot comprehend it. But your light will shine very well. Like Jesus said, let your light shine 
so shine that men may see. Light also is in category. There is phone lights. It can't show anything. Then you have some megawatts. There are some when you put them on. Uh -huh. So, what kind of light are you? Revelation will play. I mean, it will get to a point. Nothing happens to you without the Spirit of God giving you a proud knowledge. And this is what God wants. The Bible says, when the Holy Ghost shall come, it will show you things to come. It's God's plan. So Daniel is not actually, uh, it wasn't better than the saints that we have now. So three times a day, I am sure the first experience led Daniel into that death. And you could see progression in his life. When they said that the king dreamt and he forgot the dream, and it's all the wise men will be killed. Now, Daniel was the best scholar in this class, 10 times better than the rest. And Adioch was coming to kill them. Daniel chapter 2. And Daniel said, that, Can you tell the king, just give us a little time? And Daniel fasted for three days. Your spiritual journey must have a beginning. Yes, you are born again. But there must also be a, must be a time that you begin to see God like never before. Paying a deeper attention to the word of God and to a time. And that's why I started what I started with. Everybody, Psalm 19, verse 1. The Bible says that, verse 2 says, Day unto day he uttereth speech. Night unto night he showeth knowledge. Do you want knowledge? We are talking about knowing things by the Spirit. You have to be a night man. Even if it's 15 minutes or 20, when you wake up in the night, don't just go and eat yourself and land on your bed again. Pray. Spiritual activities are heightened in the night. It is true. Jesus woke up on, he only walked on water about three, between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. in the morning. Why? Abraham caught the animals, and I told you that last week. God walked through the midst of the animal in the night, even though Abraham called in the afternoon. The Bible said darkness fell upon Abraham, Genesis chapter 15. And then in the middle of night, God swore that your descendants I will give this land. Why night? Genesis chapter 1. God never started his day in the day. And the evening and the morning, day one. And the evening and the morning, day two. It's all, it must start in the evening. There is something about the middle of the night. And you can go on and go on and just see the mystery of the night all through, the, all through the Bible. Night upon night. Yeah. The time Mary went to the supper, by the time she got there, it was very early in the morning that they found that the master had risen. Why in the night? When you plan something and you stay there watching, it won't grow until you go and sleep. Have you noticed? You can't drop corn and sit down with the soil. And they look. No. Because there's something about night and day. And you find several scriptures like that in the Bible. Many of you know, people have made it, when you study the Bible, look at it very well. Red Sea did not part immediately, Moses stretched his rod. He stretched the rod. There was east wind all night long. It's by the day they saw the water parting. Wonders happen in the night. Blessed is that Christian who wakes up in the night and pays up and down your room and you pray in the spirit. Revelations will come. Then you begin to interpret the things going on in your life and in your environment. There are many things going on that you have no knowledge or you cannot interpret. No, but I told them, you know, um, Genesis 25, the two babies inside Rebecca, they were fighting. And she went to say, why is this happening? One of the questions, whether you are black or white or anybody, the question, two questions are very important to man beings. Who am I? Why am I here? Anyone who can answer those two questions, you are already blessed. Why am I here will give you purpose. You will understand. It will separate you from all men. 
The very reason why you are sent into this world, that is where your wealth lies. That is where it is. Otherwise, you cannot have career, you cannot have income. But you cannot make significant impact in the world without knowing why you are here. And the root to that question is actually to know who are you. They are connected. You have to know who you are before you know why you are here. And then when you know why you are here, you will know who you are. There is a name they've given you. You are Shade, you are Fulake, you are Buki. But that's not your real name. That is for identification purposes, yeah or not? Actually, in the Bible, name actually meant the expression of their life. It's not that we just give name. Oh, I love Kennedy. So he said, my son is Kennedy. I love Rita. That name sounds very beautiful. Tomiwa is a beautiful name. Say, so you're, so you're Tomiwa. It's good. At least we know for, for us to know you. But whatever name people are calling you, you have to know what your true name is. Why, why would God take his time to name people in the Bible? When Solomon was born, the father called him Solomon. Prophet Nathan came and carried him and called him Jediah. Have you noticed? Jesus met Simon. The first thing he did said that you are no more Simon. Simon, a real shaking by the wing. He said, You are Cephas, a rock. Apostle Paul got born again. The name moved from Saul to Paul. Why? 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 Anyone who says names are not important because he's making a big mistake. Check all through the Bible. Jacob said, Bless me. You will expect the angel to say, Okay, I bless you. It's not let you bless me. How did he bless him? The angel never said, You are blessed. He said, unless you bless me, I will never let you go. He said, what is your name? He said, I am Jacob. He said, from today, you shall be Israel. He said, for you have fought with man. He said, we have fought with God and with men, you have prevailed. That was the blessing. The blessing was an adjustment of his name. So it was Jacob that slept. It was Israel that woke up. That was why it was Jacob that Esau wanted to kill. But it was Esau, Israel, that Esau saw. Instead of killing him, he just hugged the guy. Is something happening to you on your seat. There is a reason why you are on the island. You know, in 2020, I just tell you this prophetically, your wealth will multiply. Amen. If you are not free financially, you cannot serve God as much as you would have loved to. And a time comes where it goes beyond desiring to do something good, but you are empowered to do it. That's what the Bible said, satisfy all early all along with your mercy. When you are married as a woman, the number of people you can cater for and bring to your house depends on what your husband allows and what he does not allow. Supposing you are 24, you are not yet married, and you can accommodate 16 girls who pick from the streets. You can rent, buy a big enough house and pick girls on the street, pay for their school visa and start teaching them Bible, put them in a good school, and for your sake, they are off the streets. You are not able to any man because you are not yet married, so you can control what you do. Early satisfaction. And we need people to rise like that. I have said it before. I was talking to one, one of the guys very close to all the politicians, and he just said that the sincere truth is that people will stop collecting money in time of election. I don't know him. I'm not from Oyo, but I believe that Shane Bakede is doing that. If you don't spend, you cannot win an election. So the hope of the masses is somebody who will spend and is not going to get it back. You are so rich that what you give, you give it for free. My friend, Aki wrote to me, you know, Aki wrote to me, he was, we used to sleep on, on the same bed in UI. He was fire MS PA for the first four years. How many of you know Aki wrote to me? You know my friend, Aki wrote to me. Now he's gone to Canada now. 
to go and study, he's into movie now. He just released one. And I'm so proud of him. I was passing a fellowship with you, I was passing another fellowship with you. Some of my kids fired me, told him to go and be so for four years, he was fired me, PA. He said, The people that will go and check their children when they are sick. Aki was staying in Magodo, he was staying in Magodo here. Those who will call you, Uncle Aki, from the village in the kitty, I need money to send 500,000, you'll pay for their school fees. He said, In the time of election, they will bone you if you don't give them money. He said, It was almost intended that Daddy Wale me money. So, and so what? You put a bus down. We will enter the bus without giving us. You stand at the door of the bus. 5,000 as you enter. And 5,000 when you come back. And then a plate of rice inside the car. Outside that nobody follows you and vote for anything. He said it will look like a dream to you. That the people's children you are paying their school fees. They will tell you that see. Forget about I will do transformer. For, you want to hit your transformer. Forget about that. Give us money. So a person that will liberate them must be somebody that is that what they want to give them money. You are so rich that whatever you give them, you don't need it back. When a man's thinking is at a level, except something happens to them supernaturally, there's nothing you can tell them. When people live from mouth to mouth, there's nothing. And you know, extreme poverty can make people do the unthinkable. I went with this. I told you the story before. It happened in Ibadan. I think the man is late now. I don't want to mention his name again also, but I know if you are, if you are living about it, you understand. All of that when you are, you understand the person I'm talking about. Everybody, I mean, it's not, always stand in a bowl and have his bath, and they will use the water to cook rice for the masses. I'm sure you know the person I'm talking about. And of course, he was always giving them food every night. But then there was more to that. And somebody was preaching to one of the beggars who was always going to eat at Malinda house. And he said, I say you know that the man will stand in a bowl and they will have his brother. They are taking your destiny. <laughs> the beggar looked at the guy. He said, he said, I know. He said, no, all of us will know. He said, what is the benefit of the destiny that has kept me under the gutter for years? He said, when they did not give us Amala, the destiny was useless. I was by the road. No food to eat. He said, now that they are using the destiny, at least we are eating Amala. He said, to hell with that destiny. Do you blame him? No. You are talking to him about destiny. He's looking at the fact that, okay, so, <laughs> so what has the destiny done for me? Say somebody is using it. When the person was not using it, it was useless. Now that they are using it, at least I'm eating Amala. So which one is even better? They are using it, I'm eating. They were not using it, I had nothing. He said, I've made, made them continue using it. The preacher's hand dropped. He didn't know what to say again. Because the guy was sincere. It's true. Yet, saviors will arise in Zion. From Zion. I'm living with this soul. That's what I'm saying. Revelations will come. It will, train, it will teach some of you how to invent things. You will come up with answers to deep issues in your offices. This is how saints can win the world. Not everybody, you will not win everybody by preaching. You will win some people by producing tangible results out there where they are. It is true. But then, it is rooted in the sacred place. So all these things, I wanted to get to the point where the queen, one of the things she listed about that is excellent spirit of wisdom and knowledge. 
Then she said, interpretation of dreams and showing of hard sentences. Then dissolving of doubts. Hard sentences. When matters, if Daniel were to be in your office, things will get hard and Daniel will crack it down for you. Then excellent spirit of wisdom. Dissolving of doubts. And I said that in church one day. If you were thinking about two things, should I marry Kyode or Tokwe? Just talk to Daniel. You will, by the time you, you are leaving, then you will know who to marry. Dissolving of doubts. When you are hurting between two opinions, after a conversation with Daniel, you will know what to do. Doubt will just dissolve. You know, okay, okay, this is the way. Should I leave Nigeria and go to Canada and stand over and go stay? Just have a 10-minute conversation with Daniel. By the time you are leaving Daniel's house, you will know that, okay, no, I'm not traveling again. Oh, okay, I know I, I have to travel. These gifts have not gone to heaven. They happened because Daniel began to pray three times a day. From that first experience, his life changed. That first one. It took him three days of fasting. Then the Bible said the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So why I said that you must be a night man. If you are very busy, you go to work very early, even if it's 15 minutes in the middle of the night. As you wake up, just move around and pray. They do get it. Check the reason for the noise outside there. Say, why are they making noise? Even if it's 15 minutes, just don't walk up and down and go back to sleep. Can you pray? Are you with me? Some just go to the gents and come back and change gear. <laughs> Many times, it's the Spirit of God waking you up, trying to call your attention to something. It won't judge you if all you can start with is six, seven minutes. Can you just say, before I go back to bed, I just want to pray. Start from somewhere. Just pray. Before you go back to sleep. You'll start discovering that days like that, you operate a higher wisdom by the Spirit. What you're actually praying about is you're actually praying in the Spirit about what will happen during the day. So your spirit man will prepare your soul for the day. It is true. Have you heard me tonight? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Amen. So when you wake up like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. today, you know what to do. 3 a.m., you know what to do. Before daybreak. By the time they are saying, Allah, Akbar, I want to do morning devotion, the angels just be like, ah, they've carried everything. And where were you since one a.m.? We've been distributing <laughs> all the time. <laughs> now, nah, I'm not saying anything is wrong, but I'm just saying that. Apart from your morning devotion, find time in the middle of the night to pray. I desire that everybody listening to me, that you receive knowledge about your life, Amen. your purpose. Amen. Why are you the firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn? Why are you in Lagos? Why are you in VI? What is the meaning of the office where you work? What is the next thing that will happen to you after where you are right now? Who should you spend the rest of your life with? When these questions are not known, we multiply days of sorrow. You should live a purpose-driven life where every aspect of your life is based on purpose. You know why you do what you do. 
Hallelujah. Can we pray a little? Everybody. <laughs> Can you just pray wherever you are? Just one prayer. Father, give me spirit of revelation and wisdom. Pray. We started praying that prayer on, in church on Sunday. Give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Oh, The Lord will have me tell you, they look at me, everybody. This is wonderful. We are not of them who try to indict people and say things, no. But I know a sister. Every time she was pregnant, she would have miscarriage. And in the wisdom of God, she was told that, don't tell your mom next time you are pregnant. I know about three. The last one. You will know, Pastor Abi will know, and Joshua, you will know, my, my friend, she's not in Nigeria. After 13 years, she sent me a message yesterday. She just put to bed. Yeah. I was so tired in the middle of the night, I jumped and I said, Father, I just sent her a message back that this is awesome. After 13 years, and medical practitioners for that matter, husband and wife, and it's been, I mean, this one that the same thing they were instructed, and the mom is a Christian, she's not a witch. We don't pick, I know the funny thing, the, one of the ladies who have told me this, they are, they are three sisters. The three of them received the same lady. At the time, at different time when they were pregnant and they stopped telling the mom, they delivered and the mom came for naming. She them. But the, I think the first one, the mom felt a little, felt somehow when they just called her that we put her there. In the time you were pregnant. But the second one, she stopped getting angry because she too saw it. That when they did not tell me, and she's a Christian, spirit filled, not a witch. Later she said it and said that probably maybe she rejoiced and told some people. I don't, I'm, I'm a word of faith, but I don't, be, I don't go into all those uh, living in fear and saying this. But see, instructions are instructions. It is true. Very true. I will talk about this another time. Negative energy around you will sabotage good things happening in your life. Ikea is not taken. It is true. If you have three friends, and when you talk about progress, they are, we are not talking about demons, just friends. In their heart of heart, they are not just happy that you are ahead of them. It might affect the result that will come from what you are trying to do. That's what the Bible says, if you keep your mouth, you keep your life. It is true. Better still, have lawyer friends who are real friends. Friends indeed. Very true. I have seen a lady talking about marriage and her best friend was angry because she was not in a relationship. You see, man is more powerful than you think. And it's more of something from within. Somebody can look at you and from within wish that this thing you are trying to do should not prosper. If you have too many other people around you to start affecting what you are doing. Except you are a strong intercessor. Those friends don't even know that that's what they are doing. It is true. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. Amen. I hope. <laughs> this is March, right? In this month of March, everybody here tonight, something significant, something positive will happen to you. Amen. I pray for promotion in your place of work. Amen. I pray that God will open your eyes to know what you are supposed to do. Amen. Beyond your career, beyond your work, I pray Amen. for revelation. 
whatsoever gift and grace that God has placed on you, I pray that it will find expression. In Jesus' name. You will recognize where to bestow your labor. And you will know where you ought not to labor. In the name of Jesus Christ. I also pray that you understand the seasons of your life. And the timings of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I will never forget. I'm done. Now for this table. I will never forget. <laughs> I was courting with a friend in my good, in uh, um, Anthony. In with regret, the landlady of the next house to us. I told her, told us the story. She was working Ministry of Finance here in Lagos many years ago. That was when General Ibrahim Bamangida went to start Abuja, and the office called her, and they were going to post her to Abuja. Oh God, she fought it with everything in her life. She went to press all bodies not to go to Abuja. The boss called her, said they will give her land in Abuja. They will give her houses in Abuja as a competition for moving her from Lagos. And they said they will make her the head in Abuja, Minister of Finance. And that they, they promised her everything. She said, no, Abuja, not. Forest, I'm not going. I'm not. And she fought it, fought it, and she won. When she pressed her mighty bodies, they left her. And they picked her assistants. That one had nobody to help her. She too cried that they are taking me to Abuja. I don't know where Abuja is. What's Abuja? And she went. That one that went. So they gave her acres for going. She's a billionaire now because of property in Abuja. All of them did not know that Abuja would become. They were the first set of people that went to pioneer Abuja. They were just pointing to land and buying. 40,000, buying, 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 buying. The woman was standing up with her own mouth, with tears, that if she knew, she would have gone. I saw that she wasn't rich again. She had retired. So if she knew that she used her own hand to fight her progress. Abuja didn't sound good then. But there is a spirit in man. If she was praying, the Holy Spirit would have told her that daughter, don't fight it. When you want to claim your right and the Lord tells you to leave it, leave it. There's a reason. Sometimes you feel like you are being cheated and the Lord says, take it easy. Just take it like that. Take it. There is a reason. He sees what you don't see. You know, sometimes you are praying relationship should not break and God will break it. In his mercy, you have just escaped a bad marriage. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. Let's rise. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Is someone blessed tonight? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hold somebody by your side. Just look for a neighbor. One neighbor. If you don't like your neighbor, you can change. <laughs> just in one minute, just pray. Say, I pray for you. Pray for your neighbor. Now, you have prayed for yourself before, so now pray for your neighbor. Pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Say, Lord, open his eyes or her eyes to stand where she ought to, where he ought to stand. Let things that are mysterious around her be demystified that she sees or he sees. Open her eyes. Open his eyes. About his career, about his life, open his eyes to see. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. 
In Jesus' name we are praying. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. I bless them in your name. In the name of Jesus, may they be fruitful in all that they do. Let these words take root in their heart. And Lord, beyond what I have said, you are expounding more to them. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.